I was thinking recently about my life, about my mentality as a young person growing up, some of the decisions that I've made. What I've come to realize is even if people don't understand authority figures, people you've grown up with, family members, acquaintances, their mentality can rub off on you if you're not aware. I think it's safe to say that a lot of us, when we're young and we're thinking about our life and we're thinking about our dreams and aspirations, we have big and lofty goals. If you ask a young person, what do they want to be when they grow up? You might get answers like an astronaut. You might get, I want to play in the NBA or I want to be a Grammy award winning singer. Everyone can't be those. However, I think a lot of people who had the ability and the raw talent to accomplish those things with enough persistence, dedication and practice got their dream squashed by someone who didn't have that type of mentality or or maybe they had that dream and their dreams got squashed by somebody who belittled them or told them that they couldn't do something. I'm saying all of this to say, be wary of people who come into your life who have a loser's mentality, who have been defeated by life, who have allowed their negative experiences or their lack of dedication, their lack of consistency, their lack of persistence with following their dreams to affect yours. I think that more people should embrace the failure that goes along the way with trying to accomplish their dreams. I've experienced in my life, and I know a lot of people have as well, people who didn't do their best to get where they needed to go, trying to squash the dreams of others. When I was thinking about this episode, what came to mind was, even though people around you don't know that they're doing it, there is a tragic gift of the loser's mentality that gets passed on from the people who are closest to you. Just because you're a loser and you have a loser's mentality, don't plant those seeds into my heart, into my mind, and into my soul. Because as a young person, now I can I can correct it. I'm 34 now. I know that I could thwart it off and I could still keep going and progressing towards trying to be the best me I can be. But it's really sad and it, and it angers me when people who have a loser's mentality impart that losing mindset into a seven-year-old, into an eight-year-old, until somebody that's still trying to form their identity. I want this message to reach the person who is still dreaming, the person who, has, who hasn't given up on themselves, the person that still has a glint in their life and in their eye of ambition. They want to achieve great things. They want to think outside of the box. They want to become an astronaut. They want to invent something that's going to change the world. To you, I tell you, follow your dreams. 
Be the best you you can be. Damn all of the negativity around you. Damn everybody who says that you're not going to be anything or that you can't do anything or you can't amount to anything. Don't take the advice of somebody who hasn't accomplished anything. If you look at their life, this is a great measure. You look at their life, you see where they are in life. Is that the life you want? If the answer is no, 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 then why are you listening to them? And you don't have to be disrespectful about it, but you have to decide what you want in this life and you need to go after it no matter what anybody else says. I am a firm believer in this. If you want something, you will get it done. You will spend enough time. You will put enough hours in. You'll take the failures. You'll learn from each mistake and you'll eventually accomplish what you want. I was listening to some advice that the mogul Jay-Z said. He talked about how a lot of people come in and out of his life. They ask him questions about how to be successful or they say, well, I can't do this because I don't have the money or I can't do this because I don't have the right talent or he was talking about it from the reference of people in their art and people being discouraged throughout the creative process if somebody doesn't validate their art, whatever artistic expression you have, whether it be music, whether it be some other skill that you have as a painter or a sculptor or whatever. What he was saying was you have to believe and trust your art. If you believe and you trust your art and you trust that what you are doing, you are putting your best effort in and you're in love with the process of creating that, eventually the results will speak for themselves over time. You have to trust the process, but you also have to trust your ability and your talent. I took that lesson as no matter what I'm doing, I am going to trust the work that I put into it to ultimately get to the goal I need to have. You can't let the world validate you. I know it's hard to explain. You can't let the world dictate everything about you. If you like something or if you have a dream or if you have a talent that you want to share to the world, you have to be okay with nobody viewing it and letting it rest on its own as a piece that you have produced, something you have produced for the world. I think that's the beauty of art. The beauty of art is the artists, they put their time, their diligence and their craftsmanship into the piece and then they share it with the world and then the world can interpret that art however they want. But the artist knows the diligence, how much it took, all of the equity that they put into that project. I think we can learn from artists. Their approach can be applied to whatever endeavor you want to experience in life. Become a master of the craft of what you're trying to achieve. Try to become adept and skilled in the trade and the talent and whatever 
type of pursuit that you have. And when you are a master of whatever you're doing, you eventually will establish and gain a a confidence, an air about you where you know that what you're doing is quality. And then it's just about repetition and continually to get better. This has been on my mind because I see a lot of people who have talent. I see a lot of people who could be great, but they've allowed a loser's mentality to dim them, to cloud that light that they have. I just want people to get out of that. I want people to be great, to be the best you you can be. Another thing, I was thinking about the economy and money and how people are very stressed right now. As I've matured and as I've gotten more experience in this life, what I've come to realize is money is important. Money allows you to not worry as much about things, to have more opportunities to do things. It buys you time in a way. The thing that's more important than money is skills. Because if you have the right talent, it could just be one talent. If you're talented at something and you're skilled at something that the market is willing to pay for, you could always earn money. I think people are skipping steps on that process. People want to get money without developing the proper skill set to earn that income. I would encourage you, if you're somebody that's trying to figure out what your next move is in life, or you are currently working in a position where you know that you are more valuable than what you're getting paid to be compensated, you should get your skills up. What are you good at? You got to think, what are you good at? What's a talent that you have? Or what is something that you could learn to be more valuable to the market as a whole, because I was looking at the price of rent. I was looking at the price of goods with the way everything is going in the world right now with the economy, with the holidays, unskilled labor is not the the future. A lot of people working at factories, a lot of people working unskilled labor type of positions, the way everything is trending is going to be automated. AI, artificial intelligence, robotics, the people who are going to be getting paid the way I see it are going to be the people who are working on the software side of those type of products or the people who actually fix those type of robotics and those the machinery. So you got to start thinking long and hard as somebody that's trying to think about the next moves. What can you do as far as developing the right type of skill set to where you are marketable in the, in these new coming of age times, because I want people to be able to progress and I want people to be able to live a life filled with purpose, but it's going to be tough trying to do that. If you're always worried about money, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be real. Like I made a lot of poor decisions as a teenager and as a young adult with money. And I'm 34 now, I'm just now starting to get a grasp on 
finances and a grasp on how to budget and how to save money in a smart way and how to live below my means. And it's not something that a lot of people talk about in our culture, but it needs to be spoken about more. I was just saying this earlier today. I was at breakfast and I was talking about how the economy is solely based on the movement of money, especially with Black Friday coming up, the holidays and everything. If people don't buy anything, the economy comes to a halt, especially in America. The system, the way it's currently set up, is all about people spending money. However, America, we have an income problem, but we also have a spending problem. People spend way too much money on things that they don't need, trying to keep up with the Joneses. As I've gotten older, what I realize is a lot of the things that I thought were cool or a lot of the things that I would see marketed to me all the time, I didn't need, I don't need. I'm not a car guy at all. I, I could care less about a car. I could drive a beater for the rest of my days as far as I'm concerned. I see a car as just somewhere to go A to B. I do enjoy food, but I can cook for myself a good steak and some potatoes I could get at the grocery store. I have recently gotten into watches. I do like watches, but I'm not crazy with that. I'm not saying don't spend money. What I'm saying is a life lesson that you can learn from my experience is spend money, sure, but spend money on something because you actually want that product. Not because you think it will get clout on social media or not because you think you should get it because you saw your friends get it or other people down the street get it. I see a lot of people making this mistake, buying luxury items and buying things solely to impress other people who are buying things to do the same thing and they have their own problems, bills, debts, what have you. It's a vicious cycle that we're in. And I wanted to get this message out, especially because this is going to be getting released on the holiday here before we go into Black Friday and before we go into the Christmas spending phenomenon that happens every year where everybody starts to gift each other things. I tell people who know me that for the most part, I don't want any gifts. I don't need any gifts. If you have young kids, get gifts for your kids. Uh, as a relative or as a friend, I tell people, get gifts for your kids. Keep the spirit of the holidays alive for them. But adult people, I see a lot of people starting to go into debt and what have you for the holidays, which is crazy. And it's just not worth it at the end of the day. So be wise this holiday season. Make sure that you're making sound decisions financially and you're not putting yourself in a financial rut where you're stressed and worried about money. You can't even really enjoy the holiday. Another thing that I wanted to talk about this week was something that I've been thinking about a lot. Just looking at we'll stay in the finance area because it's just it's a real thing. And it's I think I have some wisdom to impart as far as just a life lesson when it comes to how I frame some of this stuff. When it comes to home ownership here in 2023, I'm a millennial. I was not earning much money. I was just one year out of high school when the 2008 housing market crash happened. 
at that time, I really didn't have anything, so that didn't hit me that much. But since then, I've went to college. I racked up some student loan debt doing that. I damaged my credit pretty bad as a young person because I just didn't understand credit and credit cards. I got a credit card when I was like 18. Maxed it out. Of course, it wasn't a high limit. It might have been like 500 bucks or something like that. That's what you do as somebody that's right in college. You don't really understand money yet. I'm at a time now where I'm mid 30s and a lot of people around this time in their life or even a little before they're talking about buying a house. They're buying a house. They're trying to get a down payment together to buy a home. And I'm looking at the market. Mortgage rates are what near 8% right now. You do, they're coming out with 40 year mortgages right now. They're trying to even thinking about 50 year mortgages. And as of right now, if somebody's trying to give you a 50 year mortgage as a plan with 0% down, what you need to do right now, you need to tell them, no, I'm good. Cause you're setting yourself up for financial hell. You will never pay that off. You will forever be a debt slave if you agree to something like that. I'm starting to come to terms with as a millennial, is it wise to own period with these rates? Absolutely not. Unless you can save and buy the thing off cash and you have to buy a home that's going to appreciate in a nice neighborhood, nice school district, the whole shebang. I've been thinking about home ownership and if it's, if it's worth it in this modern era. I would say it's worth it if you have enough cash up front to make it to pay for all of the expenses, to make sure that you have an established emergency fund, to make sure that you have money for maintenance and stuff. But I see a lot of people over leveraged. I see a lot of people putting a ton of money down, going into debt to try to make renovations and stuff paying way over asking for these homes. I am worried about the state of the housing market because the incomes, as far as what I've seen, are not rising at the rates that these home prices were going up and the mortgage rates are going up. People's incomes are not pacing with that. And that is concerning. My answer to all of this is, am I going to be buying a home or anything like that anytime soon. No, I'm comfortable with renting for right now. I like the flexibility of renting. And then with any extra income that I have right now or whatever, I can be investing that money. And you always could invest. This is not financial advice, but you always could invest in REITs, real estate investment trusts, and you still can get into the real estate game without any of the risk from actually having to buy the properties and you still could get some return on your investment there. So as a millennial, I've had to come to grips with, I'm going to have to get into the real estate game from an alternative place. And when it comes to buying, I always could buy something later on when I have a better cash position to do something if the right opportunity comes. But am I just, dying or feel like I'm a failure if I don't own a home? No, I would rather have money invested, making money for me and living within my means. The American dream 
It's not a white picket fence, a house, married with two kids and a dog. That was marketing that was given to us for some reason. Whose idea was that? Is that what you want in your life? I'm at the stage now in my life where nobody is going to dictate to me what I want, what my dreams are, what I eventually want to accomplish. I've had people dictate to me in the past what they thought was the best opportunities for me. And I made decisions that in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have made, but I got to live with those decisions. But I encourage you, if somebody's trying to tell you to do something because this is just what you do in your life, or somebody's saying, oh, this is this is the time to buy a house. I think I think back to like student loan debt. I got into student loans because I thought that's just what you did when you went to college. Oh, you're going to get a job where you're going to make enough money to be able to pay these off, yada, yada, yada. A lot of the same, and we know how that we know how that turns out with student loan debt, right? A lot of the same things I hear people saying in the same way they're saying it about like home ownership is the same. Oh yeah, you'll get equity or oh yeah, you always can refinance. To me, it seems like the same type of setup. Home ownership is great if you already have money, if you're established, if you have a big cash position, but that's not where a lot of people are going into the market. So you can't be like everybody. You have to do things in an unconventional way. If you're going to get into that market, I would say do it from a position that you have a lot of cash, that you are not not in a desperate position in the market and how everything is set up as far as value is right. There's a lot of pressure from people from family members, from significant others, from you name it, talking about, oh yeah, get a house, get that, get that. I would caution you and encourage you to be sound and logical at this time because a lot of people are about to lose their asses. It seems like with especially everything that happened over the past year and a half when it comes to the pandemic, and when it comes to these inflated prices of these mortgages where you know it or you heard about it when people were trying to buy these houses or what have you. And it was like a house listed for, let's say, 450 and people were coming in all cash, 475, 480, 500, all cash, $50,000 over on a house that was value that was listed at 450. I think a trend that we're going to start seeing in the next two or three years is the houses depreciating and not appreciating because I heard this concept that somebody was talking about and it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people think their house is worth, let's say, what they paid for it, 500000 right? But with these mortgage rates high and everything, people aren't selling their houses because nobody wants to buy at that mortgage rate. So is your house really worth $500,000 if you can't sell it? No. Your house is only worth what somebody is willing to buy it. That goes with any product. A product is only worth what somebody is willing to pay for it. That concept stuck with me and it makes a lot of sense. Basic economics, supply and demand. Why am I saying all of this? Don't let anybody dictate anything you do in your life. Be wise, be smart, 
Make sure that you're making decisions based on what you want in this life and nobody else telling you, because you're going to have to live with the results. That's like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in living my 34 years so far. At this point in my life now, nobody's going to dictate with what I'm going to do. I'll live with the results of what I do, but I'm going to be logical about the decisions I make moving forward because Lord knows I've made a lot of bad mistakes so far. I mean, life's good. I'm in a good place. I'm happy. I am thankful for all the people that I have in my life. I'm thankful for good health, for friends, for family, all the people who are in my life. I am very thankful. I'm thankful that I have all my faculties. I'm thankful that I have this platform to be able to speak and to provide some insight and some life lessons so other people can learn from my mistakes in this life and my wins. And hopefully that you can get some value out of this and you can improve. Yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say on this this episode. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope that you enjoy your time with family. I hope that you uh, find value no matter where you are, whether you're with family or you're traveling or you're spending some time with solitude. During the holidays, I kind of like to have some solitude, some time to myself, some time to gather my thoughts. And um, no matter where you are this holiday, I'm wishing you well. And like we say every time here on the Care Juice Podcast, love, oh, I didn't even introduce myself. My my name is Monte Lee, host of the Carrot Juice Podcast, where we observe society, we digest it, and through the nuance of it all, we attempt to progress forward. And like we say every time here on the Carrot Juice Podcast, love someone, hug someone, do something good for someone, expecting nothing in return. And until next time, take care. Peace. Yeah, me say them tears ago, my life be like, yo. Never looking at you, they bark out, they ain't looking at you for you. They feel singing and under, so can stow up by my side, oh, why? Set it to rap, or they fall me, or they for the baby. For them here, yeah, this, yeah, this. Don't be loop, but run it off. Men do effect, oh, honey. But they are legged, I mean, tear up. You will hard, they hard, they hard, they hard. For me, share my safety. Jag kan nog leda baby Och jag kommer aldrig ändra mig Aldrig, aldrig, aldrig Kommer aldrig känna så här för någon annan än dig Aldrig, aldrig, aldrig Kommer aldrig känna så här för någon annan än dig Varje gång jag bak på dig Jag tänker åh vilket kap jag har gjort